Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Jeremy Fowler every year compiles a list where he pulls NFL execs, scouts, coaches, and players to rank, you know, one through ten at each position. Then he gives you an honorable mention and a couple others receiving votes. So really you could demise a one through twenty yeah. out of this list when it comes to position groups. We talked on an episode last week about the defensive side of the ball. Steelers represented where you'd think they would be represented on that side mm-hmm. of the ball. T.J. Watt, Properly, Cam Hayward, Cam Hayward, Minka. Yeah, exactly. Minka, Minka at the very top of the list, which, by the way, did you see the Madden ratings came out? I did. He was number two, number two behind Derwin James, right? Derwin James was number two on the Fowler ranking. So, so it's, I think we got a 1A, 1B yeah, thing going on here when it easy comes to, to safeties in the make NFL. that distinction, yeah. And, and Justin, maybe 1C, too, because Justin Simmons is very, so good, very yeah. good in Denver. Um, so the Steelers' defense? Well represented. Mm-hmm. Commensurate it with a defense that should project to be a top 10 defense this year. The offense, on the other hand, not so much. Now, we did talk about tight ends last week because that was out. And then over the next four or five days, the rest of the position groups have come out. Receivers today, that's the final group that he did. Fryermuth was there around 6th, 7th, I think, in mm-hmm. the ranking. So that seems to make sense to me. Um for tight ends are concerned, but when I'm scrolling through the rest of the positions, man, I don't see any Steelers anywhere. There's no no Steelers on the offensive tackles, and I'm talking all the way down to the honorable mention part, too, mm-hmm. or the others receiving votes part. Like, not even one vote for anybody at the offensive tackle spot. No one at the guards and center spot. So no love for, no love, for Big Ike. No love for Big Ike, which I think is a bit surprising mm-hmm. because of the years he's had in Philadelphia and the praise that he's gotten right. from some of his elite Philadelphia teammates. No you know, love for James Daniels. No loves for James Daniels, who I think had a really solid year last year for the Steelers, but no one on this list from guards and centers, no one on this list from quarterbacks. Our man Kenny didn't even get a single vote no. as far as this is concerned. Which I don't know if I necessarily disagree with. I don't know if I necessarily disagree with it either. And no wide receivers. Yeah, that's... and there were a lot of wide receivers in the others receiving votes category. Mm-hmm. There's about like ten of them. Mm-hmm. So it's, that's not one to get a single vote. Yeah. So and no Najee Harris. Uh, Najee Harris did vote. get an honorable mention. Yeah. Not honorable mention, just an oh, others receiving one vote. vote. Okay. So he's in that range from like fifteen to. So 20. not even honorable mention. He's no. outside like the top fifteen. So really. on offense, you've got one top ten in Pat Fryermuth, and he's towards the bottom of the top ten. But he's still top ten. You've got a guy who received a vote in Najee Harris, and that's it. That's the mm-hmm. list. So, does that worry you at all based on oh, how, other, execs, how other scouts view the Steelers' individual talent? Well, or I've... is it just a matter of these guys are young and, and we don't know yet? Well, I'd like to separate the positional players from the offensive line. I think it's a different conversation when you're talking about James Daniels. Uh, uh, Broderick Jones doesn't even have that chance yet. I don't. I don't think any rookies are going to make this list, right? 
at, at either on either side of the ball. No, they don't. No, no, no. Um, but yeah, even even Isaac Seymour, Isaac Seymour not receiving one vote to me is questionable because that offensive line in Philly. I mean, I know Lane Johnson got a lot of love. Obviously, Jason Kelsey got a lot of love. Um, I'm blinking on the third guy's name on that on that offensive line who's extremely talented. Um, I just thought Landon Dickerson. Yeah, Dickerson. They did get an honorable mention. They, there yes. you go. So that offensive line in Philly overall was extremely talented across the board. So to me, to not see Isaac Siumalu, who again we keep referencing this, got such high praise from Jason Kelsey, not even get a single vote is questionable to me. Maybe it's just harder. To, I don't know. It's to see a guy move on like that. I mean, what was weird too is that like guys like. Um, Orlando Brown weren't even in like the top five on the offensive tackle position. And he got paid like he was essentially by Cincinnati coming over from Kansas City. So to me, I'm just going to separate the offensive line guys from the receivers and tight ends and quarterbacks. To me, Tom, probably the most concerning is the receivers. Because I think you got talented guys in Deontay and George Pickens, but to not even be considered amongst the people who matter most in this league, players, coaches, execs, to be even close to the top 15 has to be concerning. How about four of the five starters for the Eagles offensive line is somewhere within their top 10? You've got four and five for Lane Johnson and Jordan Mayata, the tackles. You've got Mayata, Jason Kelsey right. checking in at six. You've got Landon Dickerson as an honorable mention as a guard. I mean, I don't think there's any question who the undisputed so champ been, is at been, offensive line. It would have been five for five if Isaac Ciamala was still on that team. For well, apparently not because he's not good enough to make this should list have been, in, in should people's have been, eyes. Though. But yeah. again, I, I just go back to some of the things that you hear from these Eagles players, and they have clearly the best line in football again this year. Even without Ciamalu, they could very easily turn the page and be like, "Wish Isaac all the best." But these guys coming in, you know, they've got four studs that they're playing with here. So if we can just get one guy to really step up, then we've got ourselves a great unit again. No, it's been all about Isaac was great. You know, he was over. Or he was undervalued from the public's eye when it came to this offensive line. You know, Kelsey and Johnson, we get all the headlines, but Seamalli might have been our best player the past couple of years. So I do disagree that he was left off of this list. Um, that's really the only one that I have, you know, umbrage with as far as the tackles are concerned and as far as the guards and centers are concerned for the Steelers. Yeah, James Daniels had a nice year last year, but... I don't blame any exec, any coach for saying that he's not necessarily a top 15 guy at that position. I guess so. But I I, I take a little umbrage, though, to the fact that everyone else on that offensive line was given some kind of credit except for him. Maybe it just lights a fire, you know? Maybe it's just yeah, time maybe. for you to And, you know, maybe more. it's hard to get recognition on a, on a, on an like offensive so line with that much talent. Has a year like he has the past couple years this year in Pittsburgh, maybe he does shoot into that because he'd be a star then. He would be the guy on the Steelers' offensive line. Uh, that's a good point by you. Um, we, we talked about the running backs and Najee getting some votes. Um, some of the groupings of players that he's with are Javante Williams out of Denver, uh, Miles Sanders, who is now in Carolina, and A.J. Dillon for the Green Bay Packers. And- yeah, I mean, that's got to show you something. If Najee Harris is in the same conversation as a backup running back like A.J. Dillon, no offense to A.J. Dillon, who probably could be a starter somewhere else, just like uh, 
just like Jamal Williams was before he left Green Bay to go to Detroit and now is in... Is he also in... Yeah, New Orleans. Jamal New Orleans, Williams, yeah. right. Uh, so guys like Dylan and Williams are obviously capable of starting, but also very, very, very highly touted or highly respected second-string guys. But that's got to show you something, Tom, if, if Najee Harris is in the same conversation as this backup. I'm looking through this top 10... I don't see Jamal Williams at all. That's on crazy. This list. The guy who um, led the league in scoring last year, scoring no touchdowns. Mention, yeah. No others receiving votes. That's that's not right. Alvin Kamara is number seven. That makes no sense to me whatsoever. He just had his worst season of his career. Be, I think they should both be in the top ten. I think Kamara. And I mean, Williams I think if anything, Jamal Williams guys. deserves to be a little bit higher than than Kamara if we're just going off of this past year. He broke Barry Sanders' record, right? The most touchdowns in Lions franchise history for a single. He season. led the league in scoring this year. Yeah, that's a weird omission for them to not put them on. And the again, list. Kamara. There's no disrespect to the guy, but. Clearly, just looking at the numbers, had a down year this past year. Dalvin Cook, number eight on this list, still out there on that free agency yeah. market. So, well, think about backs to between be between Cook. Uh, did Pollard get his deal yet? I think he's going to. Yeah, they're not gonna. They're gonna. He's gonna play under the tag. Yeah, yeah. But between Cook, Saquon, and Josh Jacobs, the big three who are either not on a team or still looking for a contract because they couldn't get one done. By the deadline, where do those three guys rank? I mean, you just mentioned Cook's in the top 10. I'm assuming Saquon's in the top 10. And I'm assuming Jacobs is also in the top 10. Yeah, they're, oh, they're uh, Jacobs is three and Barkley's four. When, it, when have you ever seen that, Tom? Three guys at one position who are considered within the top 10, all without a legitimate contract going into the same year. You've seen it more and more when it comes to that yeah. running back position. It's... No secret that the value on that position is. I mean, you can even you can even include. I mean, you can you can include Tony Pollard, who will play under that franchise tag, and you can include Miles Sanders, a guy who had to be forced out of Philadelphia, not forced out of, but had to sign with a new team in Carolina, also in the top ten, or also within the top at that position. One, I think you said he was one, not an honorable mention, but receiving votes. Who? Miles Sanders. Yeah, Miles Sanders. Uh, less votes than Nudge, if that's the order. If they're doing it in yeah, order, they might just so. be throwing them together in a grouping. One last thing on running backs that has my head scratched. Derrick Henry at five. Do you think that's low or high? Well, I think it's low just on the surface. But then I look at the guys in front of him. Saquon, four. Jacobs, three. Christian McCaffrey, two. Nick Chubb was decided to be the number one running back uh, in the NFL. And I could make a case that all three of those, or all four of those guys, are were better than I don't know if they were better than Derrick Henry. Could be better than Derrick Henry moving forward, but I still would not have the king lower than three probably on on any list that I'm ranking running backs. I, I still think it's I'd so have the funny king to one. us. It's so funny to me how we say he had a, and I'm using air quotes here, down year. For him, he did. For his career, it was a down year. But you compare it to the rest of the league, and he's still... He still had 349 carries right. last year. And his 888 rushing yards after contact last season were the second most by a player in a season since ESPN began tracking the stat in 2009. Adrian Peterson had 1,019 yards after contact in 2012, and Henry's 888 is second to I just mean, APs. He finished second in, in rushing yards this year. He finished with 1,500 rushing yards. 
he did something that only AP has done since the stat has been attra- since the stat has been tracked, and mm-hmm. people are kind of rightfully saying, "Well, it was a down year for Derrick Henry." Like, down year. If if Jamal Williams didn't lead the league in touchdowns this year, scored with an a, a crazy number like seventeen. Was guess, Henry second? Guess was who he, was second with he have thirteen the second most touchdowns? Well, rushing touchdowns. Rushing touchdowns. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's he is still a freak. And I think a lot of this stuff of him moving down rankings like this and kind of being pushed to the side at running back, I think that has a lot of people – that reeks to me of a lot of people just predicting that the wheels are about to fall off of this dude. He's led the league in carries like the past three years. Like mm-hmm. I said, he just had 349 carries last year. Does it kind of remind you in a way of Cam Hayward, except they're obviously on different levels because Derrick Henry gets a lot more recognition than Cam does – like that one, you we brought up that story how one NFL scout said, I predict Cam Hayward will have a really down year this year. Why? Based off, based off of based what? Based on age. It's all based on age. So and why why are people Derrick saying Derrick Henry is going to fall off when the guy the just ran for 1,500 yards and had 13 touchdowns? I think you're right about that. I think it's the same thing. I think it's just it's an, it's an easy target to predict that. And it's not like he's— And a position that wears and tears really easily. Tom, he still had 350 running attempts this year. I know. And you'd think maybe that goes down a bit this year because DeAndre Hopkins being in the fold. Maybe. Maybe they're looking to pass the ball a little bit more, uh, take a little bit off of Henry's plate. But you know Vrabel. When it gets to the third or fourth oh quarter. Oh, my God. That ball is going in one guy's hands and one guy's hands 50 only. 50 straight times yeah. if he has to. The dude two years ago ran Derrick Henry's wheel off when they were down by multiple mm-hmm. touchdowns against Seattle. Seattle, and came right? Back came and back, won the game. like by three touchdowns. They were and down. He would yeah. rip off like 60, 70. Mm-hmm. He was ripping off runs like they were hail mary passes. Right, for right, touchdowns. right. So when you have a guy like Henry, you never really turn off that spout as far as running the football no. is concerned. And let's put it this way: one last thought on him: if the wheels are gonna fall off. He's. It's going to be during a season where he still gets like 300 carries. Like, you're oh gonna, yeah, Tom. They're uh, going to feed him until they see that they can't anymore. It's not going to be a. Well, we predict he might slow down a bit, so let's take his workload off a little bit. Maybe we can make him last a couple more years. Now nah, they're going to run him. Until I think he do- he's done. I think you and I need to apologize to Derrick Henry because Why? we've been calling this past season a down year for him. Was it, it really a down for year for him? I think that's. But the key. I don't even think it is. For him is the key phrase. But why can't it just be grouped into he's Another having a stretch years. of his career and just he's had better years? Doesn't mean it's this is this is a down year. Do you think the team not making the playoffs has a little bit of an effect on that I don't know. too? Especially considering they were the number one seed Last two year, years ago. Yeah, and at the beginning of the year, clearly the favorite to win the division. Yeah, right. They didn't. No one knew Jacksonville. Well, was n- especially now too that everyone's picking Jacksonville to run away with that division. Maybe that, but who knows? Maybe with the addition of DeAndre Hopkins, people's opinions will change. My opinion's kind of changed on them. I don't think they're going to be bottom of the barrel anymore. But do you think they're locked in for number two Not in that division? In, but for that division, compared to the Colts and the Texans, it's pretty damn close to being locked in. Like yeah, that one player like that could really push you in front of a two teams that are just male. Right. I think it kind of separates you from those teams, but to me, it doesn't really do much in the playoff race. No, I, but it, like when we did our you know, ranking of the Steelers' opponents based on difficulty. Titans moved up a couple notches because of that yeah. that headache that could be on the field if he's healthy, DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, the only thing is, though, that the Steelers did a great job of containing Derrick Henry. What was that, two years ago? Or was it the COVID year, 2020? Mm-hmm. 
and they have a great and you know they have Megan Fitzpatrick though they have they'll have Pat Pita and and Joey Porter Jr. They have the pieces on defense to kind of slow that offense down. And when it comes down to it, Tom, it's gonna it's gonna come down to Ryan Tannehill, Malik Willis, or Will Levis throwing the football. Well, the and if, if it comes to Will Levis throwing the football, we know how the Steelers have done historically against rookie quarterbacks. DeAndre Hopkins, as far as this list is concerned, wasn't also receiving votes. Didn't even get so I think that Didn't makes a to little 10. more sense just because of the suspension and then Maybe. the injury he suffered like toward the end of the but year. But I'm still not ready to say C.D. Lamb or Debo Samuel or T. Higgins or Garrett Wilson or Jalen Waddle or Devontae Smith, all really good wide receivers who have really a lot good, of yeah, really good. Still not ready to say they're better than Dayon. No, I mean when you put up a full season of D. Hop compared to those guys. You're going to want to see the tape. You'd rather watch the tape of D-Hop. You'd rather get the numbers that D-Hop can put up. Yeah, 100%. So that's a little weird. But even weirder for Steelers Nation is, let's see here, you've got 10 top 10s. Then you've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 honorable mentions. Then 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 guys in the others receiving votes. So you're looking at over 30 wide receivers listed here, and you didn't have one. No. Not one of yours has shown up on this list. So according to the the owners, the scouts, the execs, the coaches, the players, the people that know a lot more than you and I, you don't have a top 30 wide receiver on your roster right now. And... I think that has a lot to do with Deontay having a bad year last year. I don't have last year's top 10 receivers plus honorable mentions in front of me, but I have a feeling that Deontay Johnson found his way at the very least on the others receiving votes category. No touchdowns will definitely put a damper on how people feel about you around the league, though. And George Pickens, I think, you know, he has that wow factor, Mm -hmm. but then people kind of look at him and they're like, well, what did he really do last year? Three or four touchdowns, yeah, about 800 yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, I mean, he should have done a lot more, I think, in, in our eyes if he truly yeah. is as great as he is supposed to be. So it's interesting to me that there's not at least a vote maybe cast for a Pickens or even a Deontay, but I'm not outraged with it. But put it this way, I'm more outraged that CM Hollow didn't get a vote in the guard center spot than any of the wide receivers. You said you're more outraged yeah, about I think CM Hollow should have been at least agree, yeah. his name mentioned in there. The receivers, I kind of get, though. And here's the thing, too. Deontay, I mean, you can't really argue it at this point. But for George Pickens, I mean, maybe I would have liked to see at least one vote. But for a guy like him with his ceiling, Tom, I don't think you can afford— maybe you can afford it, who knows. But I think given his talent and skill set, moving forward to next year, and when this poll comes out, you'd like to see his name— not just on the receiving votes, maybe not even just in the honorable mentions, top but top ten. But again, like the guys I listed, they like it's such a. Top, and no, top it is a really, crowd. really crowded, crowded position. I, at even the top. just being in the like a guy like Amon Ross St. Brown was the top guy in the others receiving votes category, not even the honorable mention. And I think Amon Ross St. Brown is a legit number mm-hmm. one. I agree, better than anybody the Steelers have wide receiver. So okay, maybe you know just that. You'd like to see George Pickens anywhere. Anywhere on that list, anywhere. I think, is, is yeah. credit for being one of the premier receivers in the NFL. So, again, I can't really blame the people casting these votes for omitting Deontay Johnson, but 
moving forward to next year, after having a second year under his belt, you really want to see George Pickens somewhere yes, on there. I think you have it's to. It's not like every year you're going to get a rookie who performs like Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase right out of the gate. Who Justin Jefferson is number one, and Jamar Chase is number three mm-hmm. on this list. Sandwich in the middle, Devontae Adams, who Makes a lot I of sense. think is actually probably the best receiver still in football. Wow. It's close, but I mean. I mean, he's up there. I mean, no, I, he I proved think, a lot. Not to say that I you know Jefferson's playing th- with Peyton Manning. But. I think those three, you can say, are the top yeah. three in whatever order. the The fourth guy, I would say, is Cooper Cup, but I don't know what he's going to do after Him this. Him going to Vegas last year and still being first team. Oh my pro, gosh, that just shows that yeah. it's not about. The it wasn't game. about Rodgers, no. no. And I see people saying that about DeAndre Hopkins too. Like, oh, he's got Tannehill or maybe Levis throwing the ball. Good luck. Okay, how, did he, how did he do with Kyler Murray know, last year? Like, that's what I think Chad Ochocinco actually pointed that out on Twitter and was like, quote, tweeting people saying that. And he's like, since when has DeAndre Hopkins ever had a great quarterback? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, Watson was sure. It, but he was better before Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. He was one of the best receivers in football before Deshaun Watson right. got to Houston. It's it's never mattered for Oh, you, do you remember? I mean, this was years before Deshaun Watson arrived or maybe a year or two before he did. Christmas Eve. You remember that game the Steelers played against Houston, mm-hmm. and there was that ca- that touchdown catch he made over Joe Hayden. It's one of the best catches I've ever seen in football. And what made it even better is it was already like thirty to nothing Steelers. Yeah, so it didn't point. even they matter. Were just destroying yeah. the Texans on Christmas, and he Day. still did it. Yeah, he's a freak. He still put in that effort to make that catch. I think he's still top ten. Like I don't know. Why I agree. He's no, I agree. Does, but I guess we'll have to see how he does now in Tennessee. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Um, the sexiest position of them all. The most important position of them all. The quarterback position. No votes at all for Kenny Pickett. Two of the AFC North quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow, are in the top 10. Mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson is the first honorable mention name, so you could suffice to them. say he's number yeah. 11 on this list. So you've got three... Of the top 11 quarterbacks, according to coaches and execs, in your division, and your quarterback hasn't received a single vote. I think that Kenny will maybe play his way into receiving some votes by the end of this year, but that, to steal a phrase that we used in our first episode today, that's a slice of humble pie being served, for Mm -hmm. sure, for Kenny Pickett fans. To see all the other three guys from the division be somewhere on this list... And Kenny Pickett nowhere to be Yeah, there. and you know, not just that, but see guys in the others receiving votes categories like Kyler Murray mm. and Daniel Jones yeah. and Justin Fields right. and Geno Smith, okay, getting votes where Kenny did not get any votes. Um, since the quarterback is the most attractive position, I'll just go right down the list here. Number one is Patrick Mahomes. Very big upset there. Number two is Joe Burrow. Number three is Josh Allen. Number four is Aaron Rodgers. Mm. Little surprising there for Rodgers. To I be think up there. I think the I think the surprise is going to be how high Rodgers is and how low Jalen Hurts is on this list. I think we I think you nailed it. They should be flip flopped. Yeah. Number five is Justin Herbert. Then number six is Jalen Hurts. Hurts should be four and Rodgers should be number six. You right could now. even say I I would make I put the Hurts argument. In front of Allen. Yeah. Number maybe number three. 
I would I would totally make that argument. And the fact that Rodgers is 30 what 9 now and he's number yes. he's put at number 4? Yes. I mean, I got to see what he does in New York. And to be more like they say last year's ranking on here too for the article, he was number 1 last year. Mahomes was better than Rodgers last yeah. year to start last even season. Even though, like, even though, even though he was coming off a of back-to-back MVPs, right. yeah, I would have still taken Mahomes. I would have taken Mahomes and Burrow over him. Lamar number seven, that makes sense. Number eight, we have Trevor Lawrence, that makes sense. Number nine, Dak Prescott. Yeah. Did you see what Dak Prescott said yesterday? No. He said, "There's no chance I throw ten interceptions this year. <laughs> okay. I am going to be counting I'm, down the interceptions. I'm, I'm hammering the over. I am if counting I'm a betting man. down those interceptions. Yeah. And it's going to be so glorious to go back and quote tweet that tweet and just be like, huh? When we're in October. Yeah. And right. he already has right week 10 seven interceptions. Uh, number ten, Matthew Stafford. That's a lot of respect yeah. from the up, upper from the Super Bowl year, the yeah. Execs, the coaches, you know, and from the Super oh, Bowl year. Oh, we love year, Matt yeah. Stafford. We'd kill for Matt Stafford, but he's gonna going to fall off of this list this year. Yeah, I mean, predict. it's I, not easy. I bet he's done in the NFL after this year. Bold prediction. Wow. I bet he's done. I bet wow. he retires. I would. He's got his ring. I would retire. He got his ring, and that injury. Too. Yeah, like, that cares? injury, the same one that kind of ended Ben's career. Kind of, yeah. It, it wasn't the same. Ben had the you know moxie to come back and play for two more years after that, but we'll see what Stafford decides to do. And that offensive line is just Oh, it's non-existent, awful. yeah. Uh, Deshaun Watson, the first honorable mention, then Kirk Cousins. Like, Kirk Cousins is another guy that if I'm Kenny Pickett looking at, like I could be better than Kirk Cousins. I think Kirk Cousins should be on this list in front of Dak and Stafford anyway. I think... Maybe Deshaun should be on this list in front of Dak and Stafford, maybe. Um, Jared Goff, Derek Carr, Tua, round out your honorable mentions, and I gave you the others receiving votes. So Yeah, I mean, Tua to me is When you lay it out, the only ones that I'm like really like, "Eh, really, is um, Kyler Murray, Daniel Jones, and Justin Fields. Those are the only ones that I'm like, I think Kenny's on on a playing field with those guys right now. And people out there who are Kenny haters are like, Daniel Jones just almost won his division, right. won a playoff game, and you're picking Kenny over him? I think Kenny could have done what Daniel Jones did in that Giants offense last year. I, I think, you know, maybe with less polish, but, you know, Dable's big thing is cutting back on turnovers, and Kenny's big improvement was not turning the ball over in the second half. Right. So, and credit to Dable, I mean, he helped Daniel Jones. No, hundred percent. I just don't really think that Daniel Jones. Like, I am betting on Daniel Jones to have a regression this year. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be. Yeah, I mean, on, that offense isn't going to stride. He's not even going to be at the same level as Jones. he was right. last year. I think he's going to take a little bit uh, of a step back. But overall. You only see two Steelers names here when it comes to all of this offense list. Najee and the others receiving votes for running backs and Pat Fryermuth at number seven for tight ends. So a lot of potential could still be, you know, achieved from these guys, these young players, but it does not make you feel the best right now that a lot of people in the know around the league view the skill position players on the Steelers offense as less than a lot mm-hmm. of the other teams. Yeah. You can now subscribe to the Steelers Standard anywhere you get your podcasts. Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, Apple, Spotify. Just go ahead and download and subscribe. Leave a review. We always love that. You can also listen to Steelers Nation Radio anywhere, anytime by just saying, hey, Alexa, play Steelers Nation Radio from iHeart, and she is going to take care of the rest. Okay, running backs are mad. Real mad. 
Big mad, as yeah. the kids will say these days. Big mad, running back. Is that what they say these big days? Big mad, yes. I'm a father now. I know what the kids are saying. Oh, you're right. Big mad. They don't like their market, but I don't know if they really have a ground to, leg to stand on right now when it comes to their anger and their disgust. We'll talk about the running back market when we come back and maybe touch a little bit more on the big signing of DeAndre Hopkins for Tennessee. He's Jacob Recht. I'm Tom Opperman, and this is the Steelers Standard. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.